0: Stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Pottawatomie casino hotel luxury stay elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee are causing you pain it's time for who's hot who's cold on pack attack on 94.5 espn presented by brothers consolidated heating and air conditioning save big with end of season discounts on carrier air conditioning units find out more at BrothersConsolidated.com.
1: yes it is pack attack the packers went 30 to 28 Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher, I'm Homer, and it is who's hot, who's cold. Well, I mean, I don't even have who's hot. I'm just joining Tauscher's club because there's a new dog in Green Bay. I don't even have to ask you who's hot, do I? Haven't you already told us? Oh, I mean, I got a great thing
2: about you got others. There's a ton. There's a ton of guys. That is a keep going. Everybody's going to say Rodgers. Everybody's going to say Mason, and deservedly so, because they were both fantastic. Yeah, but who's hot tonight is Matt LaFleur, because he literally is hot, and I'm not talking about looks. I'm talking about, he is, I don't think he probably will have a more satisfying win than what he had tonight. I don't know if he'll tell you that, but the fact that this is his guy, and he feels wronged by what he did... They didn't bury any hatchets. Don't don't let these two kid you. And if you don't believe me, watch the end of that game when that kick goes through and those two go get it. Cold, ice cold, baby, ice cold, and red hot. My guy Matt Lafleur, red hot, great game plan. Don't you know? Don't let your old line get you beat tonight. Make sure the ball comes out of old boy's hand. Get some ske- stuff schemed up. Everything that you needed to do. And he did it, and then he did it, and we did it
1: with a little pizzazz. Pizzazz is good. I, I I don't have anybody at that level. I I did uh, MVS. Nice job. He was. I wonder. I wondered why at the end of the game he wasn't on the field, but got a is, hammy. It's uh, pretty insignificant. He's got a hammy. What? <laughs> I think he's got a hammy. I think he pulled the
2: hammy. All right. Well, unfortunately. All
1: I know is this. I don't know if it's uh, Shanahan or whoever, but that they didn't have three people around Devontae Adams, I'd like to personally thank them for being cold, because that's who's cold, that you, of San Francisco, in the final 30 seconds, I don't care who beats me. You know who's not catching the ball, Tausch? You know who's not catching the ball on my defense? Devontae Adams. Ooh. Now, as amazing as he is, maybe you can't stop him, but... He was, was he not way more open than you thought possible on those two catches in the last half minute?
2: Yeah, I, I even though, you he... know what, the first one, no, the first one was a sick throw, brother. Like, that was right. sick. To, okay. You're talking about the best middle linebacker in the game. Okay. And he threw it over Freddie Varner, right over his fingertips. That was just precisely, that was beautiful. The next one, I don't know what they're doing.
1: Thankfully, I don't, no. I don't think they knew what they were doing. Well, you know what it I is? I think they no, thought. I knew what they we, were d- okay, what? If we let him catch it in the field, then then, then the game's going to be over. If, as long as we don't let him get out of bounds. That's what they had to be thinking. Uh, and that's, well,
2: that's just dumb coaching them. again then. yep, mm-hmm. Dumb.
1: Well, I can see doing that with other players, not with Devontae Adams, but uh, that's the only explanation to come up. I think that we're going to have Jason Woolley in a little bit here. Um, I don't know. As far as the Packers, who's cold? I mean, I guess the defense gave up 21 in the second half. Uh, I don't, uh, because of all the, uh, the happiness and euphoria, I'm not sure. Um, it's hard to get mad at anybody for the penalties because they were just dropping flags on everyone and everything. I, I felt worse about Stokes. That to me, as far as the pass interference seemed the worst one. He barely touched the guy going down the middle of the field. Um, but they, they were just a ton of calls the whole game. Joining us now is Jason Wildy. Can't wait to hear the first thing that he wants to state, the best part of the Packers' 30-28 to win. Almost good morning, Jason. Hi, guys. How are you? Oh awesome Tausch is in it's been one of his finest shows ever, and I don't want to take from it because he can do it again on your show tomorrow he's got more he's got more to come than just what he's had on pack attack regarding his new dog, but go ahead yeah home, or uh Jason, I gotta tell you uh and you
2: tell me if I'm crazy because we all week it's been oh I don't mind Kyle Shanahan, no, we're good, we're good. And you saw that at the end, and you saw the emotion when they scored, the blank, blank, and uh, I thought tonight was his signature win as a Green Bay Packer coach because you knew it meant more to him. I think it was personal, and I think the guys in that locker room are going to respond when they see, because I'm sure they're going to see that on video, they're going to see that clip of him just doing a blow-by by by supposedly his guy, and I, I was telling Homer, He's always been kind of Kyle Shanahan's lackey or his protégé. Or well, tonight was not anymore, my friend. I'm the man now. It's my it's this is my time. Not your old news, Shanny. It's my time. That's the that's kind of how I felt he felt. Am I crazy?
3: Uh you're not. Um now Matt LaFleur just got done at the podium and he did deliver a line about how I'm not going to let anything come between our friendship. Uh, we have a lot of history together. Um, but look, he, he can say whatever he wants, but quite frankly, we know the truth, right? I mean, this, this meant a hell of a lot to him. The guy tried to steal his quarterback. Uh, the Packers believe that they tampered, okay? Don't, you know, don't, I'm not saying you two, but don't forget that. Like they may never prove it and there may not be any punishment, but you can bet your bottom dollar that the Packers think they tampered with Rodgers, And so Tosh, you're a thousand percent, right. And you could see it right after the touchdown to Adams. Like you didn't mm-hmm. have to be a great lip reader to know exactly what he was saying. And he is facing the 49ers sideline as he's yelling it. So I'm sorry. He can say that they're still pals, but this meant a hell of a lot to him. And I was actually going to text him uh, after I got done with you guys and say, uh, hell of a win. You're not a very good liar, but I'm happy for you. Because I, regardless of how he tried to hide it tonight uh, in the postgame, I think it came out pretty clearly during the course of the game. I did not see, I don't know how I missed it, but I did not see the blow by I was trying to finish my story for the state Journal, my first edition story um, so what did the what did the hug or handshake or not look like i can 't find video of it on Twitter yet like ooh, it's ooh. tweeted just,
2: it You'll, you you could go to Domofsky's twitter account he 's got it it 's up there it 's fantastic. but the other thing that 's all awesome, the personal side of it, which drives emotion. And it's big in locker rooms. I think it's important for guys to have that emotional connection. If they didn't before, they do now. But the other stuff, the game plan where you spread it out, you run the football, you balance, and you get the ball out of the quarterback's hand because you know you're not going to hold up if it's going to be a five- and seven-step drop night. You're not going to do it. Greatly executed. But I loved, and I sent you a text to make sure to ask, Aaron, I don't know if you did, about the church play, which is what... We used to call it. I don't know what they call it now. But it's at the end of the game when you have to take it across the middle to get set up for a field goal where you catch it, you give yourself up, you genuflect for all you Catholics out there, you genuflect, or you get down, you pop up, you give the ref the ball so you can spike it and get in position to kick the game-winning field goal. A lot of teams don't go through that, don't study it. Packers executed that because Homer and I were sitting there before you came on and said – what on earth is San Fran thinking, letting Devontae get that wide open? And Homer thought, well, they're not going to be able to get the field goal off. Well, if you sit there and you dawdle around, if you, get, if you give yourself up and do it the way that Green Bay did, they actually had time to pause and had to wait to spike the ball so that there's no time left.
3: Yeah, I look, they were, they were talking about it after the game on how much time they would have needed. LaFleur said 34 seconds or 35 seconds, uh, because of the way they executed that. You know, kind of as you said, taking away the emotion part of this, like this was, I don't want to say it was his masterpiece. That's an overstatement of it, but they won tonight with an offensive line that consisted of Yash Nyman, John Runyon, Josh Myers, Royce Newman, and Billy Turner. Billy Turner was the only guy in that line that had started more than two games in their NFL career. And they had a game plan, and Rodgers got the ball out quickly. Like I thought that that was one of Matt LaFleur and one of the coaching staff's best games. Um, now, you know, do you want to just wait until tomorrow to talk about how the defense couldn't deliver a stop and it had to come down to the offense coming through with 37 seconds left? Um, yeah, uh, we can talk about that tomorrow instead. But that's... Complimentary I mean, football. That's, yeah, that's not what you're looking for. So, look, I, I, I would say that The way that they decided to approach a game, starting with the decision to go with Yash instead of juggling their offensive line, a guy who'd never started the NFL, a guy who had played 14 regular season offensive snaps in his life, um, I thought that that was a pretty bold choice, and then they backed it up with a group that played really, really well.
2: And what about, I thought... Yeah, you start factoring in that. I love that part of the game plan because for me, you know, I always liked it when you spread it out because, you know, A, it clarifies what the quarterback can do. Ball is going to typically come out quicker. That part of the game plan was great, but that chip, that Bob Toney, there are a couple moments in the game. Obviously, the great throw uh, right at the end of the game there, just over Freddie Varner's hand, you know, to make that big play to Devontae. All the pass. There's a ton of stories, but – I just love that chip that Bob Big Bad Bob put on Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, whatever Bosa. I thought that, again, adding in because if you don't think that's in his head every time somebody's lined up there and he has to false step and it isn't just screaming at Aaron Rodgers to go get him down, you're crazy because that, that gets in these guys' heads. Uh, just a really well-thought-out game plan, and I thought executed especially you know by – by Aaron at a really high level
3: tonight. Yeah, I, I would agree. I Homer, you sounded like you were going to ask something there. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, no, I was going to bring it up, but I wanted to wait to that because a caller said it, and I think he's right. The game meant nothing. Nothing meant anything compared to how happy every should everybody should be that Devontae Adams isn't hurt because that's the kind of hit they're trying to get rid of, not only in college, but in pro football. And we could be talking about that, and and he's right, and all the other stuff is great, but was any, did anybody comment? Or the fact that he came back in the game was seemed uh, different than what you normally have in an NFL game, but I don't even know yeah. if that's accurate. It just so, feels like so he, Yeah, he explained it after the
3: game. Um, now, again, you can be skeptical or dubious on what he said, but um, he felt the the issue for him was not his head. He said that the hit knocked the wind out of him. And I I thought if you looked at the replay, his helmet does make contact with Devontae's helmet. I do believe it should have been a penalty. But what really makes contact is Jimmy Ward's shoulder into the chest of Devontae Adams. And he said he could not get his breath. And so he gets to the, this is the way they describe it. I would agree that it was awfully fast. Even if you were checking him for a concussion, like, I I don't know how much time they had to even say, how many fingers am I holding up? But his explanation was it was very clear to the medical staff that it was not a concussion and that it was his chest that was the issue. He went into the tent. That became clear to the medical staff, and he was able to go back into the game. So take that for what it's worth. Um, He was, I will say this, in his postgame, he was as lucid, he was more lucid than the three of us. Like, he was, he told some pretty remarkable, clear recollections of what happened in the game. Um, I don't think that he was concussed. I do believe that they correctly diagnosed him that said i have never seen a guy take a hit like that and be in the game after missing only one play and a timeout so take that for what it's worth
1: have we neglected to bring something up that you feel needs to be said we even haven't even asked about aaron Rodgers, but we discussed it as this is why tausch felt that way with four and twelve in any game at any time we're in it and we can win it and that's what those players do.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know, again, how large that part of the fan base is, but my God, if you didn't watch that tonight and think, oh, we need to keep this guy as long as humanly possible, um, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, that, that What he did tonight is not easy to do, what he has done the last two not two weeks. He's the guy who came out and said, hey, This first game was an anomaly. It's just one game. And he has backed that up with the way he has played in both those games. I think he's easily taken for granted. I think the kicker is easily taken for granted. I mean, a 51-yard walk-off, those aren't exactly uh, gimme putts in the Ryder Cup. So um, those two guys, the two really old dudes delivered for them tonight, Devontae Adams, I mean, they – defenses are doing everything they can to eliminate Devontae Adams. And he still had, what, 12 catches for 132 yards tonight, including those two down the stretch. Uh, and and they probably, you know, if Rodgers throws a better ball by his own admission, um, they don't settle for a field goal in the previous drive. He throws the fade properly to, to Adams, and it's a touchdown. And they, they extend their lead more than just the field goal to 27-21. They get the touchdown there. I do think that this defense, um, because they won, it covers a lot of uh, issues. But you would have liked to have seen them end the game by their defense coming up with a big play. And again, you know, they recover a fumble, and Kenny Clark deserves credit for creating the pressure. But Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball into the ground and backwards. Um, those are the kinds of mistakes that less than pro football hall of fame caliber quarterbacks make. And Hey, even hall of fame quarterbacks make mistakes too. But again, remember what it means to have a quarterback who is this good and don't take it for granted. And I think that that still remains to be, that remains part of this fan base is that this kind of thing is just run of the mill and, you guys not talking about what he did is fine because there's a lot to get to. But uh, I hope that him doing what he did tonight, you know, is one more reminder of what it means to have a guy that's that
1: special. Tosh, anything you want to add? Uh, Jason Woolley brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Uh, no, I mean, the Rogers part of it, to me, I don't think
2: anybody should be shocked. Uh, You think about the Cowboys and when that game was on and everybody was freaking out when the Cowboys scored. I think everybody was feeling the same way. Now, no timeouts. If they had to go get a tutter, you'd be nervous. But a field goal with Mason Crosby, I don't think anybody was sweating that. And so it's just, that's a ho-hum, which sounds crazy, but if you've watched enough, you know he's going to put you in position. I think the big storylines tonight, obviously Mason Crosby kicking. I think the LaFleur angle is where I'm most intrigued I, because of the personal part of it. Because I I just thought that this was, you know, if this isn't his finest hour as the coach, it's right, it's 1B if it's not 1A.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I can tell you this, you know how much I love to read on the radio. Uh, so the lead to my game story in the state journal is this after Devonte Adams, one yard touchdown catch late in the first quarter of Sunday night football, NBC sports cameras panned to the green Bay Packers sideline, zooming in on Matt LaFleur. And you didn't have to be an expert lip reader to see that the head coach was delivering a few choice expletives that may or may not have been aimed in the general direction of the San Francisco 49ers bench. For as effectively as Lafleur had navigated the potential storyline of the week about the 49ers attempting to poach his quarterback, with more than a few folks believing the Niners tampered with Aaron Rodgers during the off-season during his off-season of discontent, although it's unlikely to ever be proven, it sure looked like Matt Lafleur was fired up, fired up about his team's strong offensive start against his friend, Kyle Shanahan. And I have boy, that is a long.
2: That is a long sentence. Oh, Holy cow. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Was there I'll semicolons you... in there, did you, <laughs> uh, like,
1: put <laughs> brackets <laughs> in? So I love it. It's 11.58, and Tausch doesn't change a bit. You just can't sneak it by. You just can't let her fly. You guys can continue that tomorrow. Uh, the five-hour show, have they extended it to five hours yet? No, it's still three? Nine to 12. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. Packers win 30-28. to 28. More Pack Attack next.
0: More Pack Attack coming up on ESPN Wisconsin. Direct touch on ESPN Wisconsin. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. rogers
1: vintage rogers and Devonte adams 12 catches 132 yards and a touchdown for adams rogers 23 of 33 261 yards two touchdowns no interceptions and quarterback rating of 113.3 Sean in Sun Prairie. Packers win thirty to twenty-eight on a game-winning last second, fifty-one yard field goal by Mason Crosby. I'm sure everybody listening knows it, but I just felt like saying it again.
4: Yes, hey Omar, how's it going? Awesome. It is awesome. Well, you know, one thing, you know, and I know Tosh is hanging, you know, this is the coach's marquee win, but had he kicked an easy three points instead of going for it on fourth and one, that last drive would have been not so concerning. And they would have relied, even if they get the two, it would have been a nine-point game. They get a two-point, and they would have had, had to get an onside kick in order to get the ball back in a possession. So I think that was a big mess, misstep by the coach early on. When you're on the road, you take the points um, when you have the lead. So I thought that was a misstep by him. Otherwise. It was it was a, it was, a it was a good, well-coached game. Otherwise, other than that, but who's the man? It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Devontae Adams. It's basic Crosby. I don't think Lafleur deserves to be mentioned with those three names about who helped win this game tonight because I think those three did it on their backs exclusively.
1: All right. Um, it's nice to have the choices. Uh... Yes, I would also say the, uh, the, defense the, de- the defense of the the defense of San Francisco. I I was just amazed, and again, maybe they thought just if you keep him in the middle of the field, but uh, that the Devonte Adams could catch the two passes they needed to go the distance they went. Um, yeah, that's quite. Maybe you know. maybe he's, maybe he's that good, but there's just uh, that's not going to happen.
4: But No, it's not um, going to happen said, all the time, um, but, you know, for the game on the line, you, you look to your stars, you want number 12 having the Oh, ball, I do. You, you
1: do, but I'm saying if I'm the defensive coordinator for the 49ers, I, yeah. I don't know how many guys I can put. I don't know what – do we have a defense? Three guys, are you know, somebody in front and somebody behind, and as Rodgers can do and did certainly one year with uh, James Jones, he can complete passes when – it looks like he's not open, but they're, you know, right. If you it, it, and back, and
4: not ask. to diminish what they did, but that was a depleted uh, 49er secondary that, you that's know, yes. Rodgers uh, took full advantage of, and he even missed a couple of opportunities that he would admit um, on some of those passes. But, other, you know, it was a great yeah, game that's by a great the point. Team. They, they,
1: they still played very aggressively, even with the, the kids. Uh, kind of, we yeah. always dealt with Dom Capers and saying how conservative he was when he would have issues yeah. back there. Well, the San Francisco was no less aggressive, um, and I think I don't, right
4: I, I don't know how you feel, but I think Stokes is an improvement over King, and that's just yes. where I am. Oh. But um, yes, I, that's I, the I best think part he should of the be starting to
1: me. Yeah, I think he will be. I yes, I mean, I thought the one pass interference on him was terrible, but um, yep. You you just like you like the way he plays right yep. I mean, you like yep. this what he does, and that, as far as the defense that's uh that's in, encouraging to me the uh the variety they showed in trying to get some pass rush because it's just not a strength with this group is, uh, certainly uh, uh sure. as long as Addaris is out, so but yeah, they still gave so, up twenty one points in the second half, yep, yeah, but Homer I, I just three don't weeks. think Garoppolo is that good. I'm amazed he just has some guts I mean when they scored, he threw like two terrible passes and then it's third and 10 and the next thing you know he completes three passes in a row and they score so they're clearly Their is players something made there some about plays his...
4: too i mean Devonte adams was great but that debo samuel debo or debo samuel yeah, whatever catch name he, is, made, yes, he made yes he made some amazing catches with shair all over him i mean shair you know for an all pro had a, a quote unquote bad night but he was all over him and they still made plays with him right there and uh, you know, it takes execution, and they executed some pretty darn good plays too. But um, at Homer, after three weeks, I mean, where are you at with Joe Barry at this point?
1: Uh, well, they hired a horrible defensive coordinator. Uh, okay. He's horrible. Uh, but I have a little. Uh, I'm I'm more positive now. I mean, it's like you know, uh, she has a good personality. Is what we used to say in high school. Um, <laughs> But I, I, I think when you have better players, it helps. I think that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little better because of Stokes. I, uh, you know, it looked like they were more aggressive, and uh, I guess my standard is so low. But do I feel better about Barry? This is the best I felt about him this season, and they gave up 21 mm-hmm. points in the second half. Uh, your, what's yeah. your thought?
4: Uh, I think, I think it's players. I don't. Uh, I, I, the, the it's still out on him. I mean, his record is what it is. He's the worst defensive coordinator in recent history. And Matt LaFleur hired his buddy. And, and until they, like, have a dominant game where they limit a team to 14 points or less uh, against a good yeah. team, quote-unquote, um, that'll be the measure of how he's turned the team around. But um, we'll see. Uh, My I, fear is this.
1: My fear is great players, uh, like said, Wade. Even when they're bad they're good and when they're good they're really good. I'm afraid Joe yeah. Barry's like even when he's good he's bad and when he's bad he's real bad. Except for the, the the touchdown at the end of the first half, he would have had Barry's would have had four straight quarterback quarters without giving up a point. And yep. yet they and so, still give up 28 points. I mean you you give up 28 points, you're not moving up toward the top of the list and they gave up after having nearly four quarters giving up no points, they give up 21 in the next half. So We'll see. Yeah, yeah. will see.
4: I mean, go ahead.
1: No, I feel a little bit better. I think we're we're exactly the same. They're, they're – even when they were giving up points, it didn't just seem horrible. It wasn't like, right. how was that guy wide open? I mean, Kittle's amazing. He made plays. You mentioned the other receivers. Yes, Samuel did well. I, I – they, they were – they were just better. They were better even though they gave up 28 points. I – I'm scared if they play a quarterback because Garoppolo just just to me isn't very accurate at some points, and those guys made great yeah. catches, but still.
4: You know, and a name I, I hadn't heard of before tonight was Devondre Campbell. I thought he played spectacular. Yes. I kept seeing him yeah. all over the place and making plays, and he was there on Garoppolo's backward pass. But um, I, I thought he had a good game, whether he re, you know, replicates that in the future. Hopefully he yeah. does. But yeah. I think that's with Zedarius out. Yeah. I think that's. Manageable. I, I liked yep. seeing him all over the place and he was on the TV, so kudos to him.
1: Yep. yep. Uh, I would agree with you. Neither of us, we're, I, will, I would believe that we're both cautiously not optimistic.
3: Correct.
1: <laughs> I, I get, we're not Thanks. yet to cautiously, like Jim McElvain says, used to say, we're, in, we're within striking distance of striking distance. That yeah, is exactly absolutely. how I feel about the defense.
4: Absolutely. And on a personal uh, note, congratulations to your yeah. uh, gaming uh, winnings uh, with the Brewers and uh, all the other ventures that went out in Wisconsin today.
1: Yes, uh, I picked the, the Brewers to win the division at 4-1, to one and and I do want to credit that it had nothing to do with me, which is what I think often is the way you win in gambling. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of baseball prospectus, uh, and they had picked the Brewers to win the division before the season started, and I saw that the Brewers were 4-1 to one odds. And I thought this is too good a value to pass up. And At I had the end of the day, no you put your money where your mouth was, and that is right. But I had no part. in them. I had no belief. I had no belief. My opinion was there's <laughs> no way they're going to win the division. I didn't have any idea that he would, as much as I'm a sheep uh, for David Stearns, that he would make this up. So I, I'm keeping all the money. But I want everybody to know if I find if it happens again. I'm, I haven't looked at the baseball prospectus on the playoffs and stuff. But if I find them picking something and I get four to one odds, I'm going back to the casino next to O'Hare, and I would suggest others do the same. But thanks for the mention. All right, thanks, thanks so Sean. Much. Pack Attack Packers win thirty to twenty eight.
0: We've got more next. Back with Pack Attack coming up on ESPN Wisconsin champions once again your place to talk nba champion bucks is right here ninety four five espn it's pack attack with homer and tausch on espn wisconsin presented by pello windows and doors of wisconsin and second down and goal top in motion on the ground jones with a slip move started right goes left touchdown
1: This is Pack Attack. I'm Homer with the Hall of Famer, Mark Tauscher. We also had Jason Woolley on. Of course, he's brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We might be able to sneak a call in if you're interested in adding something. Sean is very good. 1-800-990-3776. The Packers win 30-28. to uh, Add one more to the list. We haven't addressed it um, and we can go check to see if Aaron Rodgers has now has more fourth quarter comebacks than Jay Cutler. I think Cutler was ahead. Um, Rodgers uh, hasn't had a chance for a lot of fourth quarter comebacks because uh, generally they're better. They're ahead, and if they aren't nearly as good as a the team, then um, they're not going to come back. It's the one part of his career that doesn't fit because. There was certainly a level of greatness that has involved NFL quarterbacks, Hall of Famers, with their ability to have uh, fourth-quarter comebacks. I'll we'll have to check uh, pro football refs and see where he's at, but he's still incredibly low. Um, he might have a chance for, <laughs> for more fourth-quarter comebacks this year with the, uh, the defense of Joe Barry. Again, uh, Aaron Rodgers was 23 of 33. Uh, I think he was, what did he make his first, 10 or 11? Or they gave a number that was incredible. He was 16 of 16 when he released the ball in fewer than two and a half seconds. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, 23 of 33, 261 yards. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. So his quarterback rating of 113.3. So after the terrible rating against the uh, Saints, he's now gone back up to... uh, Uh, The way he normally is, and that is dominant in the uh, quarterback rating stat. Uh, Devontae Adams, 12 uh, catches, 132 yards, one touchdown. uh, Made the two big passes, catches that allowed them to move down the field far enough to get the field goal in the last 30 seconds. Uh, MVS is showing he can catch short passes and long ones, three for 59. I think he also had, uh, uh, there were so many, I forget all of them, but uh, to me... You should be able to add to a receiver's yardage uh, any yardage that they get on pass interference, and I think he seemed to, he had a huge one there. Um, just about everybody did, actually. There seemed to be a ton of flags. Um, Alan Lazard, they went, they went deep uh, early in the game. Lazard had one catch for 42. Um, talked with Mark Tauscher about this, where how many touches does Aaron Jones need? He had uh, 21 19 carries for 82 yards. And then uh, two catches for 14. And you feel like he just he just has to touch the ball so many times each game? And then then AJ Dylan um, comes in and gets a few as well. Um, they certainly are exactly the different. I thought different. I thought maybe you'd have that story of uh, the running back no one's ever heard of, and if the Packers had lost the game, maybe it'd have been addressed. Uh, Trey Sermon, who came from Ohio State. 10 carries, 31 yards, and at a touchdown, uh, one of the areas that the Packers did do better, uh, the defense, and that was uh, uh, handling um, and the the run, the running game, uh, 21 carries, 67 yards, or 3.2, and what was done receiving or was also done that George Kittle was impossible to stop as before, but it didn't seem quite as possible. Packers went 30-28. to 28. Uh, They had no timeouts. Uh, uh, Tausch talked about handle adversity and so many things that would have been addressed. We had one from Sean uh, about they should have kicked a field goal when they turned the ball over on downs early in the game. But all the different parts of adversity that could have been brought up if they lost the game. The bad officiating, the calls that didn't go their way. Uh, they blew the lead, the defense. Uh, no timeouts left at the end of the game. That was Thirty-seven seconds when they kicked off, and um, there were they, oh, the Packers always seem short of timeouts at the end of the game because they have to call them because uh, uh, there's going to be a delay of game. Or uh, but you no, know, if they don't, if they don't, if if Crosby misses the kick, it's going to be like, hey, they win the game if they just have one timeout left. All you need to do late in the game, you, shouldn't you always have one timeout? How many times do you watch somebody look like, in the final? You know, the last possession of a team whenever that, that you – they always have one timeout. Nobody's all out of timeouts, and the Packers were. But it's all forgotten because they won. But had he missed the field goal, that would have been a legitimate complaint against Matt LaFleur. You can't be without timeouts um, unless you're behind and you're using them to stop the clock. But they weren't doing any of that. They just used them all. They had none. Think of how many NFL games you've watched in a long time where the team just didn't have any left, um, and it wasn't the result of having to use them because they were behind. 1-800-990-3776. i will check on fourth-quarter comebacks by Aaron Rodgers. Is he past Jay Cutler? Uh, I don't think so. I'm just curious. Not that it matters. Packers won 30-28. Next. More Pack Attack coming up on ESPN Wisconsin. Brett Favre, if you're wondering, has 28. Peyton Manning is the leader with 43. Brady has 40. Uh, And for old people, the player that was often stated as better than Bart Starr, even though he had fewer titles, Johnny Unitas, 34 fourth-quarter comebacks. Again, Aaron Rodgers at 18. Who else has more? John Kitna has 18. Boomer Esiason has 19. Jake Plummer has 20. Kerry Collins has 21. Ryan Tannehill has 23. Uh, Anybody else that makes you realize this stat must be not that important in terms of determining who the great quarterbacks are? It used to be Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Johnny Unitas, Dan Marino, John Elway, that used to be the list. Apparently it's easier now, I guess, because Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, and Ben Roethlisberger have all now moved into the top nine, making everyone think yeah, there's something that doesn't add up. Uh, you must be able to have a number of fourth-quarter comebacks, even though you're you're not that good. Fabulous finish, 30-28. to 28. The Packers win, as I called it, the trifecta. The U.S. wins the Ryder Cup, not only wins it, the biggest win ever. The Milwaukee Brewers, thanks to the help from the New York Mets, who committed three errors and won any, uh, win, uh, getting no help. Uh, the Cardinals still have their winning streak going. I don't know where it is, 15, 16. It doesn't really matter because the Brewers won the division. So U.S. wins the Ryder Cup. The Brewers win the division today. And then the Packers led the whole game until the end and found a way to win, 30-28. I uh, do pack attack after every game. Pittsburgh is next. Um, unlike this week, where I didn't think the Packers were going to win, I thought it would be close. Uh, Pittsburgh's a mess. Uh, Cincinnati beat them at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh cannot run the ball at all. Uh, so we'll see what happens. It would uh, a three and one start would be nice after the season opening loss to New Orleans. Max, as usual, the best. Taking care of everything, and uh, the Packers win thirty to twenty-eight. Hope you enjoyed Pack Attack. Thanks for listening.
0: A wide array of opportunities abound at Waste Management.